Exactly. But yes, we have two special guests for you today. Um, oh, and after the show, there's going to be a very, very special guest. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that song, but it is Charo. Yes. She will be uh, talking to House of Pride after our show. So uh, stick around. But for now, let's talk to our first guest. Please introduce yourself. Hello, I have too many names to keep track of. Sometimes I don't even know how to introduce myself. Um, so, Vane Hain, aka Scam Likely, aka Your Heinous, aka House of Your Heinous, or the kids at school know me as Luke. Yes, he's every. Oh, wait, pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> they, them. They, them. They are everything. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, we also have. Uh, well, our, our, our other guest is Florida Man. Yes, and they're in. They're currently in New York, right? I'm not sure actually, but they'll be calling in. Um, they're about to do a show tonight. I it could be Seattle, it could be New York. Who knows? It could even be London. That bitch is all over the place. She's working. Days. I know, or maybe her butthole. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you should have seen that face. Oh my god! When I first saw you, um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna call you Vane. That's what yeah, I've that's been fine. Calling you this whole time. Uh, I w- so Tyler was here last week, mm-hmm. and my blind ass like. Totally mistook him for you when oh. I first saw at Soma Arts. <laughs> Remember when you did yeah. a daddy's plastic number and you took <laughs> mm-hmm. a microphone and may or may not have like grazed your butthole with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the person after you that had to use the microphone, oh, yeah. she was just like, so <laughs> not, I don't know. She was not into it. But I will never forget that. And, um, yeah, I'm yeah, so glad you're here. Thank you. I used that part of my body a lot in my early work. Oh, God. oh, oh my God! I'm getting flashbacks. I remember when you put a con on, on a big, um, what was it? This is a zucchini. A zucchini. I know, and you shoved it up your butt. Yeah. And then I had, a, I remember <laughs> I had a knife, and then you took the condom off, and then you handed it to me, and then I was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna have to cut it yep. now. Oh, and I was slicing it. The cucumber. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and then you put all, then you grab the cucumbers, and then just put them in your mouth, start spitting yep. them and out. I spit them on the audience. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, the memories. In the meantime, I think we're going to really dive deep into some history and some, um, we'll plug your music and other projects. But great. let's go to a song and then we'll get Florida Man on the, on the phone. How does that sound? That sounds great. We're going to play some Lady Fair Cigarettes and we'll let you know more about that in a little bit. <laughs> Bikini, get on to me. 
That was how did I get into this bikini (laughs) (laughs) by Lady Fair Cigarettes. Are you ready for our next guest? Yeah. Totally. Yes. Can you hear us, girl? Yeah. How's it going? Hey, girl. (laughs) Where is your ass at? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's Florida. It's Florida man, everybody. Yes. Where are you, girl? I'm in New York City right now. I'm actually painting for a gig as we speak. Oh no, you're doing it. You're painting. You're multitasking. I am multitasking. Are I you stressed? A, I'm a queen, a professional queen, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to leave soon? Um, I, well, I'm pretty good on time. I'm like three quarters of the way done with the face, and we don't have to leave for another like hour and a half. Okay, cool. work it out. Okay. Yes, girl, tell us, what are you doing in, in New York? I mean, I already know, but tell me. I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing in New York? Uh, I am here for uh, Bushwig, first of all, which is, uh, it's like the seventh, I think, annual, like eighth, it's eighth, the eighth annual um, uh, drag festival out here. Uh, and it's also, by coincidence, uh, DragCon weekend. So it's a really busy, busy weekend up here. And Persia, I hear you're going to be here for Bushwick as well. Yes! I leave tomorrow at 6 in the morning, and I still haven't washed my chonies or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I actually left my chonies in the washer, and so I don't even have them with me. Oh, oh no. There's going to be a special show. <laughs> a very special show. So for those of you who are not drag queens that are listening, in our chonies are very important they are what we use it's like the basis of tucking if you don't know what tucking is um maybe you should google it look it up yeah but but keep that mine both of a tuck and more of like a mash but you know i've never successfully tucked the one time i tried to give myself an (laughs) erection so i never I'm glad you're here to make it nasty. Yeah, well, I I wear like multiple uh, pairs of underwear Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I I shaved once and I used duct tape and yeah, that was not cute. (laughs) It was. It's always like a whole like cacophony of like contraptions underneath making a naked drag queen naked. Mm -hmm. Totally. (laughs) I know. I'm all. The last time I tucked. Um, was I did tear off some skin, oh. <laughs> and it was like a couple weeks ago. So I've been trying to heal <laughs> out of the limelight for a while. So uh. no more duct tape. I'm gonna try that multiple underwear. Yes, girl. Yeah, don't be hurting yourself. No. Okay, so Florida, those of you yeah. who have been living under a rock and haven't seen this explosion viral sensation that is Florida Man. I want to just um, remind you, I'm sure you've seen Lady Voldemort 
on your feeds and social media. This is the Lady Voldemort, and um, I want to talk to you a little bit about how this all happened. So for for me, Florida, I saw you come into this city um, and kind of catch on fire faster and stronger than any other queen of any other generation. And I want to know, like, how did that happen in your perspective? Yeah, I, I I mean, I definitely noticed it, too. It felt like, you know, I got a lot of very sort of early attention in the city. And um, actually, you were one of the very first queens I ever met when I was out there. Um, and I, I thought, I've thought about that a lot uh, as to why I feel like that is. And I, I think um, I remember one specific conversation that I had with Vivian Forevermore. She's one of my drag moms. Uh, but at the time, she wasn't. One and, of. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 take the village. Um, I, I asked her out to go get coffee one day and I just asked her, like, just give me the whole history of San Francisco drag because, um, you know, I, I was very aware that there was so much that had happened in the city Mm -hmm. before I had arrived and I wanted to, you know, come in and do my thing and fuck shit up. But I also wanted to, you know, be aware of what came before me as well too. And there's, there's a fantastic history of drag in San Francisco. Um, and I, I didn't want to just sort of throw that away. And so I think that's part of why I maybe it may have been as well received is because I think I was bringing my own sort of fresh take on things, but I was also honoring what was already there before. Yeah, that is, that makes a lot of sense because everything you did came across as such a likable persona. Whereas if you weren't, if it was another person that maybe didn't do their research before, it could have maybe read as stepping on toes or just ruffling some feathers. And I didn't feel that from you. At yeah, all. no. And, and I, and I never wanted to do that. I, 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 especially just like how ridiculous, you know, the stuff that came out of San Francisco in the nineties was and how not, not even just ridiculous, but how like transgressive it was and how much of a community it really helped build up there. And, that community building aspect, especially now that I've been lucky enough to get to travel to lots of cities, is something that, um, I don't know, we shouldn't take for granted. You know, it's hard to build up, uh, you know, that sort of like magical queer watering hole that exists in San Francisco. And, you know, we're, we're always at risk of losing that, you know, given factors like gentrification or just, mm-hmm. you know, not preserving sort of like our queer histories with one another. Um so, yeah, I, I never take that for granted. I, I, I miss San Francisco every day that I'm not there. So do you still kind of consider it your home, even though you've been based mostly oh, in Florida? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually fully going to be getting a tattoo of the stud. Like, that that place really, Aww. like, I discovered who I was as, as a queer person in that city. Same. Aww. Honestly. Really? Yeah, that was, like, where I first started performing after I got out of college. It was, like, my home turf. Yeah. That was where where my persona was birthed on the stage of the stud. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, w- I moved out there to work in tech, and I definitely didn't think that that's how things would end up. <laughs> Techies, <laughs> take the mission! Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> you, were the, you were the techie. We were like, what? Oh. So, okay. Oh, yeah. af- Outside, I was, I was living in the mission, and, and there would always be, you know, those uh, the spray-painted on the sidewalk, like, uh, the queers hate techies, and I would always look at it and just start glitching. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, right. 
at the end of the day, I realized that those are totally valid, and uh, the tech industry as a whole is a very dangerous place and is not um, something that has the interests of the queer community at heart, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can go on and on. <laughs> with right, that one. exactly. <clears throat> I mean, Persia wrote a whole song about it. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So, so girl, how long are you going to be in New York for? Oh, sorry. What did you say? Oh, um, I'm going to be in New York. I got in last night uh, to, in for those listening after this Tuesday, September, so whatever. doesn't matter. And I, I'm heading out on Monday. So it's a, it's a nice little six-day trip. Um, getting to spend some time. I'm going to go to the the um, the camp exhibit at the Met, uh, which I'm really excited about. Oh, yeah. It closes oh. in four days, everyone. Oh, right. does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what Eva, Eva Chen said. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows who she is. I was gonna she's say like who's a hero of mine. Okay. She's like next in line to um take over for Anna Wintour. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Oh, then I, I guess I'm gonna be there, so I guess I should go. Yeah, there. you better go. I know. Well, I work at SF uh-huh. MoMA, so hopefully they can get me in for free. Because remember, we're beauties on a budget, on yeah. a force budget. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that. One one of the reasons why we named it beauties on a forced budget is because we kind of all kind of came from a pace, place of intersectionality you may have been in tech in the beginning but that doesn't mean you had it easy the whole time do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about the dark side or the struggles that you've had over here sure yeah i mean part of why i ended up in software in the first place was i had uh, a, i'd struggled with drugs a lot when i was younger and uh, after dropping out of school, a lot of times the tech industry was one of the few industries that was easy to sort of break into without a college degree of any sorts. And then, so that was going sort of nicely for a few years. But once I moved to San Francisco and started doing drag again, um, you know, naturally when you're spending so much time in nightclubs and, and engaged in nightlife so much, um, a lot of my old bad behavior started to catch up to me. And so... Uh, you know, I, I lost my job. I, I lost, um, yeah. you know, the city that I was living in. It wasn't exactly, um, you know, it, it was tough to balance, um, um, you know, living a 40-hour-a-week job plus, you know, trying to manage my addiction in unhealthy ways because that's the thing. I wasn't managing my addiction before. I was just sort of, like, ignoring and suppressing it. And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's sort of a long roundabout way of getting to the fact that now a drag has been very helpful for me it saved my life in many ways because it's forced me to sort of be like all right i have to actually confront these things if i'm gonna really spend a lot of time engaging in this so um yeah it's been it's been tricky and you know i can i can go a lot of different directions there if you want me to dig a little deeper no i think that's great and i want to give you credit because for some of us I know for myself, I, I, I do love drag, but at the end of the day, I'm really trying to survive in this town Mm -hmm. as, uh, just a person with a roof over my head. And I think for you, conversely, I've noticed that your passion for it and your desire goes so, so strongly and beyond mine and, um, other people too. And when someone gets hit with this energy and all the attention that they're getting for something they love so much, of course you're going to struggle with it. It's like a, a 
lightning is uncontrollable force. You can't really hold it. And it's like how, how yeah. you dealt with it was like a lightning bolt. Yeah, it, it was, uh, especially, you know, after my performance went viral, like at, at that point, you know, things were already sort of like off the, the hinges. But at that point, just like, I was just trying to keep up with life. Um, things were moving so quickly. Um, and any semblance of sort of like, you know, I was just stuck with whatever coping skills I was lucky enough to hang on to at that point. So, um yeah, going viral, nothing, nobody can prepare you for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that is, we don't want to keep you too much longer. Is there anything else you wanted to shout out or can we plug anything for you? Um, I mean, the, the, the big thing to sort of plug is just my Instagram. Stay posted on uh, at Florida Maniac. Um, I'm working on a lot of cool new material. I think now that, now that I've sort of settled down and, and I'm, uh, trying to be more like deliberate with all the things that I'm doing. I'm taking on fewer projects, but I'm trying to go bigger with all of them. So, um, you know, I'm pretty active on on social media with keeping up keeping those things updated. Okay. Yes, we love you so much, Florida, and I can't believe <clears throat> how much success you found. Keep it up. We want to see you thriving in this business. Um, other than that, again, go to Florida Maniac Instagram and follow her journey yes she's all over the place so follow her <laughs> yeah i can't keep up i'm jealous you guys are gonna get to hang out this weekend i know i'm so excited to see you again Persia. oh my god yes i am very excited but i can't think of that that's too far ahead from now <laughs> you again I, I i, I have like to wa- i have all days. these things i know i have a fitting i have all these things but anyway uh yes thank you so much for uh spending time with us with us Getting Thank you for deep. having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, have a killer performance tonight. Loves you, girl. Love you. Bye. 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 Okay, y'all, we're going to go on a short break. But before that, we want to give you a chance to win two tickets to what is the cruise? It's the Horn Blower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a horn flower. Yeah, so it's a San Francisco-based cruise. Uh, if we're going to have you call in. If you remember the word attached to chonies that we were talking that help us drag queens uh, get into our persona. Or anything, really. Just call us. Yeah, just, just call, call us. 415-550-0511. Again, that was 415 Zero five one one. Yes, and don't um, call if you're not from San Francisco because this actually um, is a local cruise. And uh, oh wait, we got a call already. Call. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I already recognize that. Voice. I know that voice too, and you are from San Francisco. Oh, yeah, you know who it is? <laughs> yeah, it's a local celebrity. Skin, skin, skin. You won two tickets to Hornblower. <laughs> just for calling. Just for calling. Yeah. Congrats, Congrats, we were like trying to do, we were going to go to a song, but then we got excited. I know. Like, we someone's saw listening. I know. I was like, <laughs> yes. And it's not my dad. <laughs> Actually, he's probably listening to you. Hey, hi. Hi. Uh, so what's up with you, girl? 
With me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we want to know. Uh, we have a third guest here at our show. <laughs> yeah. Skin, 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 skin. Now, uh, yeah. how was your day? You know, living life here in San Francisco, enjoying your show. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll deliver those tickets. Well, I won't, but Eve's will. will, And um, maybe you can take her so she can relax her, you know, her her muscles or something. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but you know, whatever. Anyway, thank you so much, girl, for calling. Loves you. See you around. Follow skin, skin, skin. Skin underscore skin underscore skin on Instagram.com. Ew, that's so old of me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Okay, are we going to go listen to a song now? Yes, I feel all the love, so I want to play something. Okay. Okay. Hello. We're back. <laughs> oh, that was a long break. We missed you. But I felt the true colors. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of true colors, I don't know why this has anything to do with what I'm about to say next, but stay tuned to, for Charo at 7 today. Yes, we're going to have Charo after the show. Well, we... We're yeah, not. we're going to stick around. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I have to be somewhere at uh, soon. But whatever. It's fine. Anyway, uh, let's talk to our next guest. You heard the song earlier. It's by... Lady Fair Cigarette. And it's called, How Did I Get Into This Bikini? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still don't know how it happened. Oh, girl. What? Okay, this song. I yes. love it. Yeah, but what? It, it. T- tell me about this Honestly, song. Honestly, so you had Tyler Holmes on your show yes. before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we are roommates, bandmates, 
Coworkers. Coworkers, all of the things. Friends. Mm-hmm. Friends, yeah. <laughs> for how long? Well, like, forever. I mean, we used to live together. We used to be in a band called Daddy's Plastic together. We worked with Persia on a couple tracks that mm-hmm. went viral. Um, and then yes. kind of did our own thing for a little bit and then ended up living together again. And then. And now we all work, now together. We all work together. Yeah, it's a lot I'm of I'm about to start on Monday. Yeah. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. I forgot. Subbing. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so we started Lady Fair Cigarettes not that long ago. It's still a baby project. That's our first official release, video? and there's also a video for it. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's on Vimeo. Uh, how did I get into this bikini? Yes. Um, yeah, we honestly, we don't even remember how it came up. It's just like one of those things where we're just like sitting there joking, and we're like, oh my god, that would be such a funny thing to make into a song. And yeah. And that's what I love about this project. It's like more playful than I think both of our solo work. Our solo work deals with a lot with more contemplative, sad kind of aspects of, you know, us. So it's nice to have something that's a little more playful. Yeah. Keeping it light. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the name alone, when you Google Lady Fair Cigarettes, yeah. you're like... Oh, oh, it's the maker of yeah, the Heather cig- Mooney from <laughs> Romy Mitchell's High School Union. It's she invented uh, the quick the burning quick paper. Burning paper. Yes. Twice the taste and half the time for the gal on the go. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. Well, aside from this project, I know that you're uh, you have a lot on your plate right now. Yeah. Aside yes. from um, you know this new project, uh, working with the children. Yes, uh, you have. Toxic Waste Yeah, Toxic Waste Space is a collective. It's three of us. It's myself, um, Suda, and Jader. Um, We just got invited over the summer to do this workshop for some high school students um, in Norway. That is so cool. I like see something I want to be like. (laughs) (laughs) People, that was her asshole. That's in Oct- like October, so that's happening very soon. Oh, oh my gosh, you must be pounding the pavement, getting work. Oh yeah, we have a lot of work to do. We also have to do a public performance for adults, so we're also working on that as well. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It's a lot of work. So when you said in October, so um, yeah. what? what's, is it, uh, well, I, I already know, but yeah. um, is it installation? Is it music? Uh, yeah, is it... What is it? Like, can you give us a little... Yeah, I mean, we're doing... It's very typical of us. We do a lot of multimedia, like, performance with, like, audio and visuals, but it's definitely steeped a lot in drag and uh, performance art. So we're doing, like, a mashup of songs with lip sync and movement and video projection. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a lot, but it's very us. We do, like, avant theater performances. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked out Toxic Waste Space, let's uh, alert you to probably one of the most amazing group of artists that are in my circle and beyond. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Where can we find? Oh yeah, so Instagram at Toxic Waste Face. Yeah, that's the best place to keep up to tabs on what we're doing. That's awesome. So. What else? What else can you tell us, girl? I oh mean, my gosh, so many things. Um, I want to know I, some things. Oh. Like, how did you two meet? Like, let's dig into the history a little bit. Because, oh, I mean, God. It's, it's the, what, the <laughs> lowest common denominator. What is it? Who know. is it? It has to be Sancha, right? Well, yeah, it yeah. is Sancha. Okay. Sancha is just... She was... Yeah, we met... We, she's and how the person, long ago was this? This is all... Ooh. 
<laughs> Girl, I'm terrible with time. Well, I, I was really still at Esta Noche. Yeah. So that was a long, long time ago. Um, I remember uh, she started doing Dark Room, and that's yes. and that was when the, that party was over on Market at Cafe de Nord. No. No. Oh my God. Hotspot. Yes. Yeah. What's hotspot? I don't think it's there anymore. No, it's still a sports it? bar, but oh, it's ooh. something else. Cause I've walked <laughs> by it and I was like, Oh God, trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger. Uh, <clears throat> but so Sancha used to perform at this party called dark room where you performed oh, there I too. Oh, I used to go there. Yeah. And, um, not the, not the bar. Oh no, no. no. It was a party. It was a yeah, party. I remember. Yeah. Okay. And then that novelli was like. Yeah. there all the time uh-huh. and lady bear oh yeah yeah and so um i i couldn't do any of their parties because i would i was performing at esta noche but then oh. after esta noche i would like this is when i used to drive i used to go over and then hang out with everyone there and and then once uh esta noche closed i guess that's when we sort of um joined because we also threw parties called the black Black glitter. Black glitter. Yeah. And so then um, we sort of joined our collective, joined their party. And, and it was a good thing at first. You know, it was all nice and, and flowers and <laughs> upside down crosses. You know, flowers only last so long. Yeah, they are, you know, they die. They die. <laughs> and so, you know, well, then that happened. Yeah. <laughs> the unspeakable. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's so then that's how we met. And, mm-hmm. um, and we've known each other. It sounds wild. Like you probably were like this wild group of wild foursome. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of happened though. But you're just... also different. Yeah, but it, I, just, and it I, made sense. But I think that's why uh, when we work together, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what works. Yeah. Because we're all so different. Yeah. You know, everyone brings a little bit of something, of, you know. And when we're all together, it's just a fucking hot mess <laughs> of amazingness. Hello. <laughs> it's like, for example, us, you know, we are like, you know, Me I mean, we're beautiful, but, uh, <laughs> but, well, you duh. know, we're totally, you know, like crazy. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that when the chemistry is there, it doesn't oh, matter yeah, what, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. You and don't I, question it, and I feel like every time uh, we've 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 performed together as a group has been. I mean, it's been interesting because <laughs> I just remember uh, the thing that always happened was that our sound. Oh, always, there was always always some weird. Sa- no, stuff every going. time yeah. we performed, it, some the, sound the, issue the, we had sound. Well, issues. weren't we convinced that Google like was trying to like hack into our performance and like sabotage us? Yeah, because <laughs> every single time we performed together mm-hmm. there was m- music issues which at the end like towards the end we were just like oh whatever this is funny and mm-hmm. we just worked for and that just, but we would just scream over the top uh, exactly i mean we're, we're always screaming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait i want to know like what was it like when google google apps was or do i call it google apps it's google google apps google apps. google apps apps yeah um how did it like come onto the scene who who decided to make this? Was it your first well, song as Daddy's Plastic? Yeah, actually. Well, together, yes. Yeah. Um, I was going through a really hard time, and then I went to go see them perform at the Eagle. Daddy's Plastic. Yes. Daddy's Plastic. And um, I was so inspired because it was, you know, uh, a little bit of everything. And 
it was like a sh- a lovely a lovely shit show yeah. that I <laughs> that at that moment I was going th- again I was going through a lot because esta noche was being closed and there was so much shadiness behind closed doors mm. uh, that everyone was really against me and I felt like you know I was in a corner I didn't know what to do I remember being in drag and then watching them perform and feeling so inspired and I, I remember just crying and just writing stu- like dumb things I'm like I'm not a singer I'm not a songwriter you were like I, sitting there with like with my phone and I still have what I wrote like that then that, that mm-hmm. night it's still on my phone and I just remember going on my notes and then just writing things down and um and but it was you know daddy's plastic could really put everything together because mm-hmm. there was just like when they were done performing i was just like wiping my tears and i was like oh my mm-hmm. god i hope my makeup doesn't like run <laughs> and then going up to them i was like i don't know but you bitches are gonna help me write a motherfucking song and that's <laughs> it and they're like yeah yes. yeah yeah we just oh, immediately were like okay and then within 24 hours yeah. it all happened yeah really yeah yeah we like wrote it in a day right yeah and, and then we were you shot- like the- were you doing the um, music? Like, well, all producing? three of us, oh, so yeah. Sancha, Tyler was... Holmes, and I, we produced it. And then we had our friend Keith um, Kubota Tadashi, yeah. uh, like, m- like tweak it and make it sound really nice. Um, and then I think we ended up shooting the video like, like a week later. It was like it was, something. It was like a very so, quick turnaround. Yeah. And then it got uploaded. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, because uh, I edited it mm-hmm. and directed it, and so I. Up- I for some reason just decided to upload it to my channel which is a funny thing that that's where it exists it's on yeah. my YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's still there and it's like still getting views and really? likes and all the stuff it's, I know sometimes things pop up and I'm like oh wait oh there's a new a new, a new comment <laughs> well and it, it's had so many lives like uh, I we found out that it was being used in schools and in, in, in it was even being taught in a class at uh, the San Francisco Art, Art Institute, which is where I graduated from. So it was oh, like cool. really weird. And which is where circle. I went to. Yeah. Oh, really? And then it was in Yerba Buena Center for the Arts for um, for a year for this exhibition yeah. called Take This Hammer. You two yeah. are and then museum. Yeah, I was so obnoxious and I was like screaming the museum. I was like. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just felt like being yeah, obnoxious about it. No, You're but never obnoxious. I know. That's why I have to have moments. Yeah, yeah we all do. Well, yeah. I'm always obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> you're always obnoxious. You're never obnoxious. Uh, but no, but even in, it was in New York, and I, it was before I had ever been to New York. I was like, how the fuck is our video in some fucking gallery? And yeah. I've never been there. Yeah. But no, yeah. So it's it's yeah that that video gave us a lot of like exposure, but. Mm-hmm. Um, also it's just shocking how it still lives mm-hmm. on yeah and um, I like kind of weird I like the that this is kind of the essence of what beauty's on a force budget is too because we are people kind of struggling to survive in this town but when you pull your resources together in a way that you can't um that not just anyone has like the friends that are doing art that know how to produce and you literally became put in one of the most established museums in the world and you we can accomplish a lot i think that's a lesson for everyone you don't need a lot of money to get far in life but it sure helps. Oh, I hopefully know. it will it come up. It could help a lot. <laughs> so, are any investors yeah, or any sugar donors daddies? out there listening? Sugar daddies, sugar Hit babies. Yeah, I know. 
do what you want. Oh, no, 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 never <laughs> no, mind. No, 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 never mind, never mind. Take that back. I take that back. Uh, but yes. Um, but, oh, God. I cannot. But but no, but I, I'm still like shocked. The I think thinking about how it still lives on. Yeah. Um, the scariest thing is like, because again, uh, Vane, aka Luke, uh, and myself and Tyler work with children. It's oh, yeah. when they find out yeah. <laughs> about the video and it's like the worst. Mm. It's just like, I literally, my heart like drops and everything else. And I'm just like, Oh my God, my favorite experience <laughs> slash terrifying experience was we were going on a field trip to, uh, the Academy and, um, or no, or whatever the science place. What is it called? Academy of Science. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, that. And <laughs> <clears throat> there's a million kids on the bus, and then all of a sudden, these little—well, they're now sixth graders, but it was—they were in fourth grade at the time. They come up to me, and they're like, "Google, Google Apps." Oh, no. oh and I was like, "Excuse me, I just wanna wanna be white." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where where are you moving to? Moving to the East Bay. And I was like, oh, no, uh, yeah. living like the broke way. As if keep your money. Did fudge they... your money. Oh, and I love oh how God. they censored they said fudge. Well, good, they for said them. fudge. good for them. But it was still terrifying. Yeah, I was you're just like, it's like, coming. Oh, oh my coming. God. I was like literally by myself with like 20 other kids. <laughs> and then the other kids are like, what's Google, Google apps, apps. Oh, and no. the other kids are like, oh, you don't know. And I was like, you better not say anything. Oh. And then so it was like we were in the museum and then uh, lunchtime came and then we're all in the back. <laughs> Everyone's eating lunch. And then all you could see, it's like these little freaking fourth graders. Super cute. But they're like, Google, Google apps, apps. And I was just like, wow. no. And then other kids were coming up to me and saying, that but yeah. but they didn't get the reference like they didn't know what they were doing they were just like oh yeah go 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 apps apps but yeah girl well i didn't know it at the time but i guess i was wearing a mask for a reason i know girl you're so lucky right i'm gonna out you out <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's written on my knuckles i know they like, ask me you, every day what does that say i'm like i don't want to talk about it right now that's so funny <laughs> so funny. fast forward a little bit you had you uploaded the video, and then yeah. you all individually find out that it's getting... Did it kind of get viral overnight? I mean, that's how viral happens, right? Yeah, and it took it, a few days. But well, it we, was pretty quick. Yeah, we uploaded on July 1st. Mm -hmm. I remember that because I had I flew back to L.A., mm -hmm. and I was going to celebrate my birthday in L.A., and... And then our friend Jessica was like, girl, this is going to blow up. I'm like, girl, get out of here. <laughs> and uh, was, was everyone sharing it? Like all the homies? Or yeah, yeah. The homies were, sh were sharing it. But prior to the video, we had gotten a, a little write-up in an article for The Bay Guardian about hmm. our song. And... I think that's probably how it started. Yeah, and so then that got a lot of like hits on, it was on, on SoundCloud. Like, so many things, like on BuzzFeed... And all these like foreign sites where like it wasn't even in English, so I was like, I have no idea what they're saying about this. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, it was like <clears throat> we got all the things, and some people just for the most part, it was all positive. Were you just was, celebrating? Were you so in awe? We were just. We it were, was unbelievable. I've yeah. never experienced anything like it before. Oh look, the phone is ringing. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh my god! Who Who's can calling? it be? How do I answer? <laughs> Please hold. Please hold. <laughs> oh, and then you press that white button. There's a white button. <laughs> Hello. 
hi, who is this? Hi, I was calling because I was interested in your happy hour comedy open mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, who is this? <laughs> I'm just a college guy that's interested in open mic comedy. Okay, well, if you ever want, if you're ever free on a Wednesday between six and seven, we're here. On a Wednesday? Yeah. She's kidding. Do you have any? Jo- <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any jokes about drag queens? About drag queens? Yeah. I do not. I do not have any jokes about that, unfortunately. Oh, that's unfortunate. But we could, uh, we can hang out and then figure. Uh, we can. <laughs> Workshops and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Go out with Persia. You'll have many <laughs> yeah. jokes. I know. Mm-hmm. That's Suika Turner. But yeah, I, I here at Muni Radio, Muni Radio, they have um, um, comedy night on Fridays. I think from <laughs> eight to eleven. So uh, you can come check it out. We're uh, we're here. What? Uh, well, House of Pride is <laughs> <Girl>. here <laughs> every Wednesday from 6 to 7, but today it's going to go a little longer because Charo is going to be here. And uh, But usually Eve's same croissant and myself, Persia, we're here the first Wednesday of uh, the month. So, yeah, check us out. Check you guys. Okay, what's the... You know, I'll definitely check you guys out. What's the, the radio, like FM... Um, is there on the FM? No, no it's FM. only online. But the the radio the the house the radio station Ooh, is located on Twenty First and Florida. What is what is your topic? Like, is it music? With, with us, is whatever we think about <laughs> the day before or the day off. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's like my podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, you have a podcast. Exactly. It's, that's exactly how I approach it. The same exact way. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, yeah, you know, we just invite our friends to talk on, <laughs> on the mic and then we just talk shit. And um, sometimes it's interesting. Sometimes it's funny. Oh, I fucking love that. Wait, so, let me, how do I find it? You're, you're on the show right yeah, now. Yeah, you're on the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I am? Yeah. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> I have a girlfriend. Oh, oh it's okay. <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> uh, well, you know, young people nowadays, they're very poly, so that's why we ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Thank you for calling. Yeah, find thank us, you so much. Find us on uh, House, of, uh, House of Pride on Facebook, and then you can see it. <laughs> Uh, Say that again. House of Pride on Facebook. House of Pride on Facebook. Yeah, and oh, then, wait, House of Pride uh, Radio on that's Facebook. Yeah. But yeah, you can also find uh, Eves and myself on Instagram, and we're always posting things there about our lives. Oh, I found you guys. Is it House of Pride and Equality? Hope. When did you say House of Pancakes? No. Oh, Here, can you repeat that again? Who do we have the pleasure of randomly speaking with? My name is Ryan Tumarty. And 
Yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling in uh, and being a live guest yeah. on uh, Persia and Miss Saint Eve Croissant. Uh, take over. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we're not drunk. I swear we're not drunk. I say contact Pam. She is the Comedy Central lady, and she will hook you up for a stage performance, sir. Pam, how do I find you? <laughs> <laughs> you light incense out on the street corner and... <laughs> no. um, go to okay. just go to mutinyradio.com uh, on, and uh, you will find um, a place to send her a message. Pam Benjamin. Alrighty. Found it. Thank All you guys right. So much. Thanks okay. for having me. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You guys were running out of time, so that wow. was a great use of our last yeah, valuable. That was awesome. See, you never Couple know what minutes. you're going to get here. I love the idea of calling somewhere thinking that you're just getting some information, not questioning that there's like three or four people talking to you and then realizing that you're surprised on a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> surprise! I'm like, woo! If yeah. you could see me right now. <laughs> that was priceless. Yes. Okay, yeah. well, any last thoughts before we hit the road, Jack? I think everyone should see the video for Lady Fair Cigarettes. Yes, please. How yeah. did I get into this bikini? It's very fun and funny. Yeah, and I'm just really like, proud of it. Just, you definitely don't take yourself too seriously in that project. No. It's a lot of fun. Just a couple of girls having fun. And mm. I want to thank Florida Man again for taking time out of a very busy schedule. I know. Loves you, girl. See you soon. And do you, do you have anything else to say, girl? Um, oh, I do. Oh, what? Also, please follow Lady Fair Cigarettes on oh, yeah. Instagram. Oh, yeah. So it's lady underscore fair underscore cigarettes. <sighs> cigarettes. I don't think I have I anything else I don't even smoke, which is <laughs> I know. That's why I'm yeah. laughing. <laughs> Neither does Tyler. No, no I know. No. It's crazy. Anyway, but do you have any final thoughts, girl? No, this no. like just went by with a flash, but we will be back next month. Yes, we are going to have three guests talking about bar life and what it is. We are. Oh. We are that we do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you. This was Beauties on the Budget, Force Budget. On a Force Budget, girl. Beauties on a Force, force budget, budget with Persia. And Eve St. Croissant. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. The House of Pride show picks up where Persia and Eve left off with legendary, iconic actress, performer, Charo. And Ain't surprise guesses. Guests, don't go anywhere. The rent's unpaid, dear. We haven't a car. But anyway, dear, we'll stay as we are. Even if we owe the grocer, though we have fun. Tax collectors getting closer. Still we have fun There's nothing surer The rich get rich And the poor get poorer In the meantime In between time Ain't we got fun
Don't we have fun? Still we have fun. Even if we all the grocer, don't we have fun? Tax collectors getting closer. Mmm, what fun. There's nothing surer. The rich get rich and the poor get poorer. In the meantime, in between time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Tweaker Turner House of Pride. Radio is coming up shortly. Uh, we will be talking to uh, Charo uh, live from L.A. because she is coming up here to San Francisco after a 10-year hiatus. And uh, live in the studio with me right now, though, I want to introduce him. Uh, you you all know him here in San Francisco and beyond because he has been in the business of DJing, promoting, and producing for many of Moons. And he has a hot show. I want to hear all about it. The one and only David Helton. Hi, you guys. How's it going? Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, David. Welcome to the House of Pride. It's been a while. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. And I'm here because I'm a fan of Fantasy Island and a fan <laughs> of Love Boat. And I want to talk to Charo. And a fan of Charo. <laughs> yes, I'm a big fan of Charo. We're going to get into it. I'm so glad you're here to help me uh, uh, facilitate this interview. But before we do that, we have a few minutes. I want to hear about... I, the other day, folks, I was going out uh, to see my friend uh, DJ Phil B. And it turns out that he is, was spinning at the Valencia Room. Turns out David is totally involved in that. And it was such an amazing experience. I wanted to share it with all of our listeners today. David, take it away. Sure. So the Valencia Room is the upgraded old elbow room and they've dropped a lot of money in the sound system and the security and the bathrooms and it's just all been upgraded it's been great and uh, we started doing um, a fun little Sunday afternoon tea dance upstairs in the loft uh, Phil B is actually a resident now Phil B will be in yay yeah, Phil B will be in every month uh, we have Jamie J I have Teddy O coming back from Chicago uh, we've got uh uh, Grasso and Rich, who are local local celebs in the DJ scene and up and coming, and we're trying to bring back some of the old school and also bring back some of the um, the vibe of the old school tea dance. That's fabulous. Um, old school of the tea dance, which would be house music. Yeah, like house it's music? really vocal and fun, and you know, easy. I, I think a lot of a lot of the bars and especially a lot of the bars in the Castro and a lot of the bars around Soma, they. Um, they really play a lot of like hard after hours music when the sun's still going down on a Sunday evening. And I think Sunday evenings when a time people want to just relax and sing along and kind of hear things they recognize. So, I mean, I feel like you could never go wrong with some, some vintage eighties, some vintage vinyl, some nineties. Uh, so we're also going to start having a, uh, once a month, we're going to try to do a, a wax night. We're going to call it wax W a X X X. And we're going to play all vinyl all night. And we're going to bring in people who um, are real connoisseurs of uh, vinyl. This is hot. Where can folks go to keep up and, and follow you? Oh, it's easy. It's on. A, you can just go to thevalenciaroom.com. Everything's there. Um, I'm launching a website for glamsundays.com. That's probably going to happen the next week or two. And we're going to 
try to get that up and get a lot of photos. The one thing that we love about Glam is that we have a professional photographer who happens to be uh, my husband, and he sets up professional lighting, and we do professional photography, headshots. So if you're a person who needs headshots, if you're just a drag queen who wants something new, bring your best look and it's free. Just come on in and sign up and we'll get you in the rotation and we'll have your pictures up for you and you can show them off. Fabulous. Yeah. Perfect. So folks, don't forget to do that. Now listen here, folks. I'm David. I'm so glad you're with me that you're such a big fan. This is, I, I, I love that um, you're, you're here to help with our interview with the one and only the iconic Charles. She will be calling in from LA in just a few minutes. So I'd like to uh, prep us along by uh, playing some of her fabulous, famous music. What do you think of that? Go for it. I think, I think it'd be great. Yeah. So she, she, uh, uh, had a string of disco hits. <laughs> Were you DJing at the time? Uh, no, I wasn't. That was born. I was born in '72, so I I was like a kid when disco came out. Okay. Um, so one of the biggest hits I would like to play for you now, and and, and maybe she'll tell us uh, the backstory here. It's entitled "Dance a Little Bit Closer," and it is the long version. I'm super excited. Here it goes, folks. We're just gonna. Uh, um, Prime, prime you guys. Uh, and um, keep this number, 415-550-0511. I want you guys to call in because we're going to have a uh, uh, a contest to give away free tickets on the Hornblower's Cruises. But right very now. Nice, very nice. Thank you. Right now, here we is. Dance a little bit closer. Closer. Move it in like this, a little bit closer. You and me. 
Oh, yes. A classic if ever there was one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should go roller skating. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... Did you roller skate? I did um, at the Roxy in New York City. No. Yeah, back in the day. I grew up in like rural Georgia, so we didn't have anything that luxurious. Oh, my God. In Georgia? Yeah. Oh, right. But we had this place called the Olympic, and it was basically just a parking lot with a, you know, a, ro- a roller rink on it. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that song definitely conjures up that good feeling. Putting on the skate. God, I would break your bone now. But uh, <laughs> Well, let's chit-chat some more while we're waiting for the one and only Charles to call us here. It's, uh, House Pride Radio, folks, you are listening to a live show live from San Francisco. After we speak with Charles, we're going to have um, Tony Moran. We're going to call Tony Moran. He's coming in San Francisco as well. Got everyone's coming to the city. And then last but not least, Jason Walker. They've collaborated on a song together that's uh, in the top five right now yeah. on Billboard Club Chart. Perfect bitch. I want to hear the backstory. Yeah. Well, perfect time for people to come to San Francisco because everyone's been out of San Francisco because of Burning Man. So. It's the best time of the year to be here. It's the best time of the year to be here. Yes. <laughs> um, God, you've been in the music business for some time. Uh, tell me why uh, you are such a big fan of Charles. Well, I, I'm a child of the 70s. I mean, my uh, my mother was a teenage mother, and I was pretty much left in front of the television from the time I was four years old. And I was a huge fan of, like, you know, the the love boat and the fantasy island and the game shows. And Charo was one of those characters that just kind of made it across the board. You know, she was a game show one night. She was in fantasy island one night. She was on the love boat. She was, you know, a guest on every talk show. Um, and as I, as I've grown up over the years, she's just been this kind of ageless thing. That's just a character, you know? So, and I've only learned recently, you know, how talented she is. She speaks what four or five languages, including Japanese, which is very difficult. She's, you know, a world, yeah, she's a world, she's a world, you know, icon in that sense. And the fact that she's so gay friendly is just icing on the cake. The fact that she loves her gay fans and she embraces the culture, you know, it's kind of a nice thing. Absolutely. Um, oh, could she be calling? I hear, hear I, somebody now. I think that's ringing. it. The bat phone is ringing. Hello. How's the pride radio? Hello. Hola. Hello. Oh, hola. Charo, welcome. Hi, this is Charo. Buenas tardes. <laughs> Buenas tardes. Uh, this is Tweeka Turner. It's so nice and welcome to House of Pride Radio. How how are you? Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for asking me. I am surviving and trying yeah. to be very strong and try to uh, do my best. And I am very grateful that this is my first yet for the last six months that I postponed and canceled every uh, agreement and appearance because uh, it was uh, the wrong time for me to perform. I did not feel in a, a spirit to entertain everybody due to the fact that I had some uh, personal tragedy in my life. But now I lost San Francisco. I love the audience in San Francisco. They are hot tamales. Yes. Uh, It's been 10 years, Charles, since you've been to San Francisco. Did you leave leave your uh, Gucci Gucci here? No, I did not live in Gucci Gucci San Francisco. I live in my great memory and the Gucci Gucci teaching and alive. And uh, Lisa, the producer, called me and I said, listen, Lisa, you know, I cancel so many appearances everywhere. 
but San Francisco is, is good luck for me. Uh, exactly, let me tell you why I choose San Francisco 10 years ago when I introduced against bullfight in Spain in association with PETA, Animal Protection, mm -hmm. and the World of Wonder, the company network uh, logo that also have RuPaul's. Oh, so I yes. was very well in a good, very good company, and we made a very funny but cute video, and I recorded a powerful song, which is the theme song of bullfighters to stimulate them when they have to fight the animals, and it's called España Cañín. And San Francisco brought me a huge luck. It became platinum, and it's still... It played everywhere. So awesome. I have memory. Congru so yes. Why, awesome. I love we love you in San Francisco, and sitting next to me here is a huge fan of yours. I want to introduce him to you. The one and only, he's a producer and DJ in his own right, very successful, Mr. David Helton. Hi, Charo. How are you? Oh, hola, David. Hola. Gusto. I am okay, and I love to talk to you. I have to tell you. Because, DJ, <laughs> you are the heartbeat. You know how to make people young and happy. Yes. Uh, a, a producer. This is great. Maybe I can meet you in person when I am in San Francisco. Well, I bought four tickets to your show, so I will be there with my friends, and I can't wait to see Super, you. Super, because you know what? I introduce in this time a very romantic, romantic, because love will live forever. That's true. Bésame mucho. Bésame mucho. Kiss me, kiss me a lot. In a bossa nova. It's very sensual. It's very passionate. And I would like it. Come here and tell me what you think, because it's, according to me, the most beautiful, beautiful rendition in my guitar I ever made. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Charles talking about her upcoming show Friday, September 20th, at the Herbst Theater right here in San Francisco. Folks, you got to go out and buy your tickets. They're still available uh, at www.cityboxoffice.com. That's one night only, isn't it, Charles? Thank you so much You're for welcome. your help. And it's a brand new show. It's going to be it's very hard. It's hard because the audience is hard and energy we need it, especially the time that we are crossing. Mm -hmm. So I can guarantee you dancing, excitement, and definitely when I hold the guitar in my hand, I will take a request of whatever the audience wants to hear. And thank you so much because I'm very excited. It's my yes. opening back again. Well, Charles, let me ask you if you don't mind. Um, your persona, people love it. Uh, you've been uh, working in television for many years, but the juxtaposition of that is that you are a world-renowned Flamingos um, guitarist, uh, respected throughout the world over. How do you balance those two personas? Guitar is my oxygen. Gucci uh, Gucci for money. <laughs> <laughs> when I need money, <laughs> you know what I do? Gucci Gucci! <laughs> they, they give me money. <laughs> I keep on saying to everybody, boys and girls, guys, don't complain about you have lack of money. Go and say Gucci Gucci, it's like a magic. So, <laughs> what happened is, when I came to America, 
United States of America, I was already a flamenco and classical guitarist, graduated by the greatest Andres Segovia, but it was, I remember, you pressed me because you say flamenco. I already know that I'm talking about a very sophisticated persona. But when I said to the producer of the Tonight Show, I said, can I play flamenco? And I was holding the guitar in my hand. He said, little girl, we don't have flamingo here. You cannot play with the flamingo. Go to the zoo. <laughs> he didn't know shit of what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I say to myself, oh, guitar can't wait and coochie coochie is in. <laughs> and that is why the best answer to your question, I hope you like it, because I took my time and one day I was putting makeup in front of the mirror before a short time in Las Vegas. And I was talking to myself in the mirror, I said, what the hell are you doing? A stupid bitch, it's time to go and, and perform what you really are, who you are. And then I called the producer in Europe, and I told him, I, my next CD is going to be all guitar and flamenco. And they told me, you will not sell because your image is powerful of fun and dance. And I said, well, if I, can, if I get broke, I always can be an English teacher. And I did it. <laughs> and, uh, and that was Guitar Passion. And as you can see, became huge and nominate. And then I, call, I keep on calling and say, nanny, 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 because <laughs> I was right. I, it was the right time. And uh, it is what I can do. The red, of course, is fun, energy, and make sure that everybody that go to see the show for the time that the show has, maybe the length, 75, 80 minutes, whatever the audience wanted, they are going to forget their personal progress. This is my main thing. Let's entertain you and enjoy it and have a trip of happiness and beautiful music. And that's why I can, was able to combine fun, dance, Kuchikuchi, and at the right time, where I lost my guitar. And, and I, I'm so excited to do that in San Francisco because I call it Planet San Francisco. <laughs> because it's a different planet. It's like a Kauai, Hawaii. You, you are in the United States of America, but you breathe different, different oxygen. It's an art art everywhere and very artistic people and very very friendly too this is true it's a very unique city and culture uh one uh and we want to keep it that way yeah when folks like you who are so talented and colorful come in and celebrate with us it, it really does help preserve uh all the good things about this city. Um, David, you have a question to, for Charo about her time, um, um, all her work on TV, especially Fantasy Island. Well, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I actually grew up watching Charo on Fantasy Island and on Love Boat and on game shows. And when I was a child, I we lived in a very rural area. And I remember my sister and I would say coochie coochie and we would dance and we really just enjoyed uh, the character. And now as I've gotten older, I can appreciate the talent and the time that it takes. So I have a question. My question is, 
if they make a movie of your life, who is going to play <laughs> uh, you? David, I understand very briefly what you said. Not because your English is beautiful, it's because you are a little far away. Can you repeat the question? I said if they make a movie about you and your life, who would play you in the movie? Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I think I can see that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> are you in? Are you? Are you interested in doing? Obama is a cool guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they ever make a movie about me, I actually don't know because this is a don't misconstrue me, guys. I am not bragging right now. But where I start when we came to America, my sister and me. And uh, with one name only, okay? And it was a big fight at the agency of William Morris, the president, Norman Broco, which passed away about four years ago. He said to me, we will never in work with some client like you that have one name. And I said, well, then I can tell you all my name. You know, Maria, Rosario, Pilar, Martina, <laughs> Maurice. And she said, no, 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 okay, shut up. I'm going to try... But if people don't accept it, in one only just, we will not sign you. And that's why it was the first time, and not bragging, trust me, that it was one name, Charo. Then, my movement, you should see what happened with the network. They were going crazy because they had a census. It was coming always a lady, very, very upset, telling me. They told me you cannot move back and forth. You cannot do those movements. And I said, but that's how I move. Big, big fight for my movement. Big fight for my costume. See through and the Gucci Gucci. But now if they want to do my life, you have by those hmm. that they can do it very well because everybody now have a name. <laughs> only, <laughs> that's true. And everybody do the Gucci Gucci. So we got no problem. Anybody can do it. Charo, I have a question coming into you from the internet. Uh, they want to know if it's true that you lost a Charo lookalike contest in Puerto Rico. I lost. <laughs> I, lost no, I lost, really. I know you're laughing, but look at, I respect so much the impersonated things I lost doing me. I was in Puerto Rico, and it was a special event for the founder, the big, big, the big kahuna that is time share. And there was an event where we were raising money to fight AIDS. Mm -hmm. And you know how I feel about anything that I can do and help is okay with me. So uh, after the Everybody drinking champagne, music. It was a contest of look alike. It was, and me was three months, but then it was also chair. It was another Tina Turner. What happened? They selected the song Burriquito, Little Tanky. That again, before nobody ever there to sing Spanglish uh, or flamenco rumba. Song, I was, I'm talking about 1979 mm -hmm. with Dings Montana and Sal Soul Orchestra. Before nobody there to do Spanglish and sing, I did it. 
because only if the goodness, if, it, if I didn't survive, I always can sell tomatoes in some place. So I did not care. I said, this is how I feel. Mr. Montana, take it or leave it. He's okay, let's take a chance. And that was Burriquito and all of those things. Well, I am telling you that I have the time of my life enjoy and doing crazy, crazy, exciting things, and I still doing it. And if, if they want to accept it this time, I will be very happy, and if not, um, I will cry, because it's so important for me right now, my come back to San Francisco. And uh, you want to like it very much, what I'm gonna do, and if you are in love, you're gonna get crazy. And if you are not in love, you are going to find somebody and kiss it forever. You are a DJ and I wanna meet you because I want to make it now a big remix of a song that I did it in the 80s. Yeah. You remember? Dance a little bit closer. Yeah, we just played that song. Yes, we. That was how we you opened. Know, uh, we opened that song. Away. That was no, one I of your. I very far away. I don't even know if that was the question because oh. David. Yes. Uh, we have connection going probably in very weak. The your voice, but I want to meet you. I yes. Don't know exactly what was the question, but I want to meet you because I'm looking now for a very hot, hot tamale and bring it back. David, perfect. Yeah, we could do that. We can do that for you. Charles, you you won't be disappointed. David is a very handsome cat. (laughs) Just wear that hat, David. (laughs) Um, I don't care if you went. Try to make it. David, okay, I hear you better now. (laughs) No, I'm going to move. I'm going to move to another area because uh, probably we got problem with the internet. I hear you much better right now. Perfect. Charles, this is Tweeka. I have a question. We opened um, our interview with you tonight with uh, Dance a Little Bit Closer, your top 20 smash in the 70s. Um, I want to know if you are interested in making more dance music. If you want to know if what? (laughs) (laughs) Would you be interested in uh, making new dance music? But don't you know that I did a Macarena? I'm a terrible choreographer. <laughs> and I, I never answered to you about the lookalike. I love doing me with the song Burriquito because I did not pay attention. I arrived and those looking alike, they put big maracas and a big, big, big uh, hair pieces and they were singing lip syncing. And I did not have the time to rehearse, and I was just como do, barulai that I lost. And it was very, very embarrassing, but people were laughing like crazy, and we raised a lot of money. And since then, I learned how to admire and respect the lookalike, and there is one called Sugar Cane, that is better than me. And today you two are friends. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It happens every day. I admire. I admire because I have a lesson. Do you know what it be on the stage? And they say, you know, uh, what about number one? Wonderful. What about number two? Wonderful. Oh, this one? 
Oh my God, that is so funny. But I'm not kidding. I, I, no, I'm not kidding you guys. Classic story. Burriquito. And the, the burriquito, you know, I don't know how to do lip syncing. And they were doing a perfect lip syncing. And I was, you know, perhaps a little, oh my God, do I have to sing like I sing a long time ago? And they noticed something on me that I lost. But Yuga Kane is very talented. And I should say that it's better than me. <laughs> that is one story Miss Sugar Kane probably will love. Shares a lot. <laughs> no, no, not really. We have fun. It's very talented. And then... Then I choreographed Macarena, so I can go to your club and dance and create a new dance anytime you want it. That's fabulous, folks. You are listening to Charo here on House of Pride Radio. You, you, you hear how warm and fabulous she is. She's going to bring all of that and her amazing flamingo guitar talent and showbiz to... David, it's at the Hearst Theater in San Francisco, Friday, September 20th. I have my tickets, and if you want to get yours, you should probably call in. Yes, you guys should go right now and get your tickets because they're selling fast. That's at uh, Tickets are at www.cityboxoffice.com. Again, www.cityboxoffice.com. It's as simple as that. Charo, you're fabulous. Thank you so much for your time here on House Thank of Pride you. Radio. I have fun with you guys. I will meet you in person. And if you want me, eventually I pick up my guitar and play for whatever everybody want to hear because you're very charming and you are helping me a lot. I apologize because it's far away, back and forth. I see I have problems certain, hearing certain questions, but now you are sound perfect. And I thank you very much. And I'll be there. With what well, I keep my finger crossed, a very powerful shot this time. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Let's have a nice round of applause for the thank one you, and only Charo. Thank you, Charo. Okay, hasta siempre. Nos vemos, okay? Okay. Okay, muchas gracias. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my God, she's fabulous. I love it. Honestly, that's like a dream come true. Wow, let's go out uh, with uh, her second top 20 Billboard Club chart, which was, this one is actually remixed by Twisted D, our friend. Oh, nice, I know Twisted. Yeah, uh, it is called España Cani. Oh, let's do it. All right. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're coming back with Tony Moran and Jason Walker right here on House of Pride Radio.
All right, you're listening to uh, Charles. Uh, that was another top 20. Picked at, I think, top 15, David, on Billboard Club Chart uh, 2008. Um, that's her playing. That's an example of her talent. Yeah, no, I looked it up. She's she's fabulous. I mean, she's incredibly talented. She's world-renowned. Thank you for hanging out with me in the studio. You, um, God, you, you'll be on stage with Charles. I'm Not only will you I'm be on, you'll be part of the act. I'm going to move in with Charles. <laughs> Charles is my new friend. I love it. Um, wow. Um, David, can you stay with me while we uh, talk to Jason and Tony? About Absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah, I'll stick around. Awesome. Uh, if anybody has had any questions, feel free to call in 415-550-0511. Third caller gets a pair of tickets to Hornblower Cruises right here in San Francisco. Again, that's 415-550-0511. We're going to uh, get those guys on the phone right now, but why don't we warm up by listening to their smash, currently number three on Billboard Club Chart right now. Folks, you know this song. You're dancing to it probably at the clubs. It's called Perfect Bitch by Jason Walker.
All right, darling, I'm here. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, House of Pride Radio, Tweak Turner here. I'm a co-host today. Uh, I don't know if he realized he was going to be co-host, but David Helton <laughs> here in the studio with me. And we have the person responsible for that amazing song we just played, Perfect Bitch, the one and only Jason Walker. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you, hon? Where I'm, I'm good too, uh, Jason. Let me introduce you to uh, my co-host today, uh, DJ producer. You guys may know each other, uh, David Helton. How are you? Hello, David Hilton. Thanks for calling in. Hey. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> he is very sexy. I have to say, very handsome guy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can You know, have we met? We. I think we've met through Patty. I want to say. Okay, then we probably did because I I was just texting with her today. I love her so much. Everyone knows Patty. Patty's fabulous. Yeah, she's she's like a, a, a in the uh, in the house in the uh, I'm sorry in the um, the bricks of house music. She's a cornerstone. True, very true, very well said. So we probably have met. I'm sure I was so fucked up. I probably don't remember much about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. I don't. I don't know much about what's going on. Uh, David, what was uh, some of the parties you did? Maybe Jason. Um, well, I worked with Tony. I, I did Ghetto Disco at the end up for years, and we booked Tony a few times. And I worked with Audrey at Club Universe back in the day. And oh wow, I was at Mezzanine for a while, and now I'm at uh, the Valencia Room. So hopefully they'll have some opportunities for you guys there in the next uh, six uh, months. Yeah, please. Yeah, we'll bring you up. We got a great place for a live show. Yes, because, you know, I'm not one of these lip-syncing bitches. Good, good. <laughs> it's, he's the real it's deal, lie, folks. Honey. <laughs> uh, perfect Bitch, what is the inspiration behind that amazing song? Uh, you know, I'd like to leave it open <laughs> to interpretation. I think that everybody should... Uh, Come up with their own, own conclusions. <laughs> their own sort of thought process about what it means to them and why. I think that's, a, I think that's the right move. Yeah. Cause everyone is going to interpret the song differently. Yeah, they're going to, they're yeah. going to be I attracted mean, I, to I it. Think that, I think that, that some songs are better that way rather than sitting down and saying, Oh, well, you know, I wrote this about my cat, <laughs> you know, it, he just meant so much to me. No, this is, this is a song where you can, you can take the lyrics, you can take the melody, and you can kind of, I don't know, you can make your own meaning. You can create your own meaning. Uh, well said. Uh, folks, number three this week on Billboard Club Chart, moving up. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're moving up. <laughs> moving on up. It may very well uh, follow in the footsteps of your last release, which went to number one. I'm in love it with did. you. It did. Nevertheless, well, fingers, fingers are crossed. Okay, for the best. everyone, go play play this song. Uh, report it, DJs. Report it, uh, yeah. Yeah. folks. Download it, fans. Yeah, just uh, it, download it. Whatever you do, <laughs> give it some love. <laughs> yeah, more love, please. Um, it's a great groove, and it's uh, buoyed by some fabulous remixers. Uh, some of, of oh, whom yeah, are in the Bay great. Area. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, there's like seventeen. <laughs> and it's you know a, what? I don't I, I I feel with respect to remixes, um I don't think you can have too many. True. So 
some people are uh, they they'll do a record and they're like, oh, you know, I, I don't want to have too many mixes. It waters it down. I think it adds flavor. I do because the way that the way that music, uh, especially dance music, is um, at the moment, there are so many different styles and so many different DJs that play so many different styles. It's better to have you know that that one mix that that uh, this person or that person can relate to when when they play. So I don't think that I don't think that having too many mixes is an issue. I just think it's fun also to. Do, it's also fun yeah. to have it reinterpreted, you know, like you hear yeah, a song for a while, you're kind of sick of it, and then you hear a new mix and you get a new life. It's, it's nice, you know? Yes. I mean, I have like Adele. Let's talk about Adele. <laughs> I will listen to her record, but then I'm like, oh, I'm over it. And then I hear the remix at the club and I'm back into it again. You know, it brings yep. it right back to me in a different yep. way. So it's good to have it served to you in a different way and totally. different perspective. Absolutely. And also to bring different flavors, like you said, Jason, uh, to folks who like different genres of uh, dance music, like house yeah. and circuit and I mean, there are this, so that, and many, the other. There, there, everybody's a DJ now. Everybody's, you know, playing somewhere and, you know, they all have different... They have different tastes. There are sub-genres and sub-sub-genres, and it all gets very confusing. But, you know, you you make a record, and you make sure to have mixes that appeal to um, a very broad audience. So that's what we tried to do. Is Perfect Bitch available everywhere now? Oh, it is everywhere. Fabulous. I bought the... Uh the original extended mix right off of uh, iTunes, folks. So if you're interested in, uh, yeah. in listening to some hot dance music, uh, download it right now. Uh, there's all the remixes are on there, Jason, all 17. Yeah, Moto Blanco did a beautiful mix. Um, I, my One of my personal favorites is uh, Rabbit in the Moon. Oh. And I've been a fan of theirs. Are you an old school raver? You must be an old school raver. Honey. Girl. <laughs> if you know Rabbit in the Moon. <laughs> Oh, they've made some, they've made um, two of my all-time favorite uh, dance records. All-time favorite, Out of Body Experience with Tori Amos, and they are their remix of um, Sarah McLaughlin's Possession. Yep, Those are two of my all-time favorites. So the fact that they oh my got god, involved, yeah, you can play that today, and, uh, and it's just oh, beautiful. I have to hear that because where can I get Possession was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, they do oh a colossal god. mix of that. And they don't use a lot of vocals, but it doesn't matter because it's just so insane. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I yes. Yeah, it's very ethereal. It's very, it's, it's so good. Can one of you guys send me a yeah, link I think to I, that? You know, I have it on vinyl. Yeah. I have it on vinyl. I don't think I have it so digitally. So do I. Uh, oh, that's how, that's, that's how old it is. Yeah. It, yeah. That's like old school rave totally. right there. That song was so melodic and haunting. I love that song. Whatever happened to Sarah oh, McLaughlin? They, Whatever happened to her? Took a, they took it to a whole Animal commercials place. or something. Oh, yeah, she makes you cry at like four in the morning. <laughs> when you're worried about your catheter, she's like in between. Yes, like, she is her. A, I wonder what happened. Capital to her. C. Remember, she was all the ballads, and then they, and then she became like a dance remix queen, and a lot of that was Rabbit in the Moon that that did that. Amazing. Listen, she had <laughs> she had a like she had a, a great run with um, with club music. She did. I mean. For someone who never played in a club, she was all in the club. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Um. What the hell was it? It was uh, Silence. Yep. Tiesto's, Tiesto's mix of Silence that really like catapulted her 
in, into that world. It's kind of like a whole Deborah Cox thing. Deborah Cox is like a ballad singer, but yep. the remixes made her a club star, and she's making a fortune off of that. You know, that's oh my god, she works the circuit. The and we, when we booked her for Oakland Pride, I had said to her, you know, I'd really love to book you and have you come and sing in an evening gown with a piano. And she said, anytime. She says she's dying to sing her song stripped down with a piano yeah. in a beautiful gown. So I'm like, maybe I'll get the Castro Theater and have a Deborah Co- an evening with Deborah Cox. That would be fierce. Yeah, but they say she said she really wants to s- sing the originals, and, and I think that'd be kind of a nice change. We've heard the remixes for so many years. Totally. She totally. has a, an amazing voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. Is she right? You were inspired by some of the divas, Jason. Who were they again? Um, Christine W's my um, my my top. Love her. She like it was all it was all because her her music and her album came to me at at a, at a time in my life that was um, pivotal, mm-hmm. and I she taught me how to sing. But it was her, it was Alternate, it was Anaya Day, it was Sandy D, it was um, Allison Limerick. Ooh. Oh, remember her? God, Where Love her. Lives, Where one Love of my lives. favorite dance songs. Love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sandy oh, B, what was yeah. she? Sandy B, A World Goes Round, Make the World Go Round. Mm-hmm. That was her track. That bass line today still oh, shuts it down. Shuts it down. Okay. You can drop that bass line now and clear the it's dance floor. That bass line and the bass line to I Feel Love are. They'll never. You'll never get sick of it. You never get sick of it. No, not at all. Well, I'm never going to get sick of you and Tony's collaborations. Uh, (laughs) Segue. Uh, (laughs) I'm never going to get sick of the collaborations that you do with Tony Moran. Uh, Perfect bitch is steaming up all of the playlists and number three this week. Did you think you're going to have two back-to-back top fives? Did you have a good feeling about this one? I did. It's it's there's there's so much competition, and it's weird because, I mean, there's like there's Kygo and Whitney Houston and yeah. uh, Katy Perry and Madonna and Sting and I, Billy Porter. There we're all like in the same like area of the chart, and like competition's really stiff. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm in good company, so I like that. I yes, I are they keeping you busy, Tony and your other producers? Oh, and yeah. are you yeah. performing? What is your itinerary this fall? Um, things are starting to happen, especially with the record being on the chart. Um, we just finished the album, though. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, who makes albums anymore?" Well, I do. Um, <laughs> I think that's great. You know, honestly, I, I think that's great. Well, it's a, it's a, we we worked really hard. We really did, and it's a really um, I think it's a really great collection of songs, and uh, it's not just one style of dance music that it kind of takes you through. It's kind of like a, it's cathartic. It's kind of like a journey. Like nice, Madonna nice. Says, you have mm-hmm. to get on the car in the beginning and stay on until the end. Can you tell us the title, or, or is it too early? I'm still I'm still deciding, but I've narrowed it down to about three. Oh, give us a tell us one of the the candidates. Um, intention. Hmm. Intention. Yeah. Intention. 
I think it works. Mm-hmm. Is Perfect Bitch going to be on there? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. They all are. <laughs> oh, all the hits? Oh, my God. All of them. Juicy. So happy, say yes, I'm in love with you, Perfect Bitch, plus 13 more. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a real album. Yeah. That is. That's not an EP. That's an album. No, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's like an hour and a half. That's a journey of creativeness. Now, are you also a musician or are you just a vocalist? No, I sing and I write. Oh, nice. I don't play anything. I wish I did. I always wish I learned how to play something. His voice is an instrument. His voice is great. But I always always envy people who can just sit and just play the (laughs) piano and sing. You know what I'm saying? There's something really beautiful about someone who can do that. I'm always just like... Like Aretha Franklin. Yeah, it's just like like a magic trick when they do it. I wish that my, um, that my, my parents would have been like... Gestapo about me learning to play an instrument, but they they weren't musicians. So looking back, I was like, why didn't you make me take piano lessons? I know. <laughs> I would have started when I was four. Right. But, are they yeah, are I'm, they I'm, happy? I'm happy with being mm-hmm. able to write and um, you know sit in a room with people and say you know this is this is what I want to hear and you know this is the kind of sounds that I want. When it's when I'm in when I have to be in that seat. Well, that, that's a skill being able to bring the right people in the room and get them to work together. I mean, that's true. a lot of it. A lot of creative people though can't work with other people, so being able to manage that's that. That's very true because they're too skill. much of uh, they're they're too much of a control freak. Yeah. And you have to be able to you have to be able to loosen the reins and know when and how to compromise on things because. If you're going to do a collaboration and expect it to be your way, the entire way, then you're going to be collaborating with yourself. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you bring the right people in the room, you bring them in the room for the reason. The reason is you respect them and you like their expertise, you like their vision, you like their perspective. I will say this. Tony Moran is a, he's a beast. Yeah. Tony's a genius. Tony's a genius when he's spinning. His selection is on point. Really crazy. It really is. Like, and I tell them this all the time. I'm like, you could go out and you could lose your wallet. You, uh, you'll, you'll forget what time it is. You're a fucking space cadet. But when he walks into the recording studio, he's a completely different person. Right. It's crazy. Like, the, the focus that he has. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the songs that we... Um, that are on that's on the album. It's, I, I think it's going to be the next single that we release. It's called Now or Never. Mm-hmm. He told me, he said, "Listen, I need you to come to Dallas so that we can record this, and I'm going to be really hard on you because I'm going to take you out of your comfort zone, and you're probably going to hate me by the time that we're done. But I will get what I want." Right. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, that's the pitch. Great." <laughs> and it was a, it was like a five hour session and he really fucking, he worked me. I was exhausted when I was done <laughs> mentally, physically. He's just, he's a beast. He really is. Awesome. He has a vision. He what? knows how to get, mm-hmm. he knows how to get, he knows what he wants to hear. And it's great to be produced by somebody because a lot of times you know, you'll get a track from someone. It's like, hey, write to this or, or let's do this. And, you know, you go into the studio, you cut some vocals, you send them, and that's it. There's a difference between that and 
somebody of his caliber who's fucking produced Luther and Cher and Patti LaBelle, like, they know what they want to hear, and they don't take no for an answer. And it's like, you better be ready to work. Quickly, what was uh, the comfort zone that he took you out of in uh, Now or Never? Um, I had to be... How do I how do I say this? I let Tracy Young listen to it um, a few weeks ago because I want I want her to possibly do a mix of it, and she said it was she said it was kind of spiritual, um, which I took as a compliment because I love her and what she does, but it's like he he made me relax because a lot of the, a lot of the things that I sing are just like real you know high energy and you know a lot of runs and you know mm. belty diva shit this was completely different and I it's like I had to to be somebody else which is cool but he really he really took me out of my comfort zone Wow, I can't wait to hear that one and that's the next uh, release. Huh? That's what that's what's looking like is is going to mm. be next. Mm. We um we shot the video for it so it better be next. Mm. <laughs> sounds <laughs> I'm in, I'm intrigued, Dave. Yeah, it sounds it sounds interesting. And also I think it's like I said as an artist, I think it's fun to watch somebody try something new and actually realize they can do it. I think a yeah. lot of times you stand in your own way cuz it's not your your comfort zone and I I do think that that's again that's a good producer. Oh, totally, totally. He knew exactly what he wanted, and there were were moments during the session where I would sing, and he'd be like, nope, let's try it this way. And he knows how to to coach you so that you can be in the right mind space to attack a song, if that makes any sense at all. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. Because well, that's a lot of it, being um, not overthinking it and mm-hmm. just kind of letting yourself let it happen, if that makes any sense. It does. It, it does. I mean, you capture these moments in the studio, but then you've got to go out on stage and recreate them when you take it on the road. So you better have confidence <laughs> yeah. in what you've done in the studio, because if you can't exactly. recreate it live, you seem like a fraud. So. Exactly. That's why it's good if someone can pull it out of you and you have the confidence to do it. Because a lot of musicians, a yeah, lot of, a lot of, you want, may hit a note in the I studio, you won't try on the stage. I want something new. Right. Wow. So this, um, when does the album drop? Is there a date set yet, or is it just uh, down the road a bit? There's not. It's pro- it's probably going to be um, early 2020. Okay, fabulous. Something to look forward to. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. folks, you have perfect bitch. Uh, again, we're gonna. Reiterate, go get that. If you don't have it now, folks, especially DJs out there, you got to get it. This is one of those uh, songs you're going to play in your set. Uh, or if you're a fan, just download it now. Yeah, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a mix for everyone. Literally. Yes, there's a flavor for every, every there taste. Is, there's a flavor for everyone. <laughs> um, are you in New York right now? I'm in Brooklyn, yes. Brooklyn, New York. Right on. All right, love it. Thank you for your time. It's later over there. Hey, thank you so much for having me on again. This was so fun. And listen, I need mm. to come out and sing for you guys. So 
Let's make that shit happen. Let's do it. I, I think David's going to hook yeah. you up with yeah. something. I'll figure it out. I'll, right. I'll reach out to Patty and I'll go through Tony and I'll get you. Good show. Oh, this is fabulous. Well, um, Jason, let's go out with your, your number one from a, a few months back. I'm in love with you. Uh, and uh, have you back on House of Pride anytime you want, okay? All right. Thank you guys so much. Have Thank a good you. Night. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Thanks. Well, that was great, David, wasn't it? That was really fun. Folks, we're going to go out with... Uh, I'm in love with you, and we're going to say goodnight now. We'll have you back uh, here uh, next time, next Wednesday, House Pride Radio. David, thank you so much for being my Thank calls. you, guys. And if you're out this Sunday, come to Glam. It's at 647 Valencia in the Mission. Absolutely go to Glam this Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. All right. Bye.